Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, on this episode, we have tips on how to bring more value to your customers, how to matter to them, and step up your game as a business. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change. How do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer. I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Tune in each week as I bring to you marketing and branding advice and interviews with top marketers and entrepreneurs on these topics. Hit me up at brandonbrands.com where you can shoot me a message, click on the little messenger button, and I will talk to you directly. I want to engage with you. I want to interact. Let's have a conversation. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me about your week. Tell me about your business. I want to hear about it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Thank you for tuning in. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. This one is a quick one, but I wanted to cover some, you know, I'd like to keep reemphasizing the core points when I'm, you know, I talk about building a brand that matters. Uh, I'd like to keep explaining that in different ways so that, you know, hopefully it catches on. Hopefully people can find useful tips that they could start to take away each day and say, today, I'm going to try this for my business. And this might be something that makes a difference. And if you know, if you think of it like working out, if every day you, if you build some consistency into how you're, you're practicing these, these tips and these executional points, if you build those into your routines every day, slowly you'll start to build an organization that, that actually puts the consumers first, that builds real relationships and loyal customers and keeps people coming back and builds advocates for their business and their business will thrive. So that's the core tenet anyway. And the useful, hopefully, way to think about executing on this is I have about six items that you could try to remember to do every day, every week, every month, every year uh, when building your your relationship and how you interact with customers. And the and this is about your brand and how it lives and interacts with other people. So the idea that I'm coining here is the is called pull me. And this is, you know, coined in a way that's, you know, I built the ideas first and said, how can I remember this and tell people, you know, how they can remember it and pull me. Cause you know, advertising a lot of the time is a push me media. It's a spray a bunch of commercials out there and try to push people and sell them to do something that you want them to do. And that's not the way to build a long-term brand over time. You do have to sell, you do have to get people to, you know, get over their fears to buy. But I think when you're talking about branding, it's more of a pull than a push. And I like that, that analogy. And it helps me remember the key points along the way. So pull me is, is the, what we're going to go with here. And the first, you know, I'll go through all the letters, actually. The first, the P in pull me is going to be personalized. Uh, it has to be personalized. You have to be unique. Just remember, you always want to try to be unique. The you want to tell your story and lead them somewhere. So you have to lead them and like them. You have to show them you care. You have to build meaningful interaction and you have to exceed expectations. That's, that's that value piece. So again, 
personalized and unique, lead them and like them, and have meaningful interactions that exceed expectations. That's the P-U-L-L-M-E, pull me. So let's go through them individually. Hopefully this helps you out and it's something you can remember every day. So the P in, per, in pull me is for personalize. Now this, if you know, if I had to break this down very simply, the easiest way to think of this is to treat every professional interaction with the customer just like you would a friend. You know, how do you get out there and do one thing for one person that matters for that one person? And a lot of the time, that means you have to think a little bit harder about beyond the product I'm giving someone, what else can I do for them to make them have a satisfactory or beyond satisfaction experience? Really bringing it to a one person level. Because when you think about people as a group or as a your entire customer base, it's hard to think of things that are going to matter to to all the people at the same time. And the easy way to get around that is to pick one customer to focus on. And I'm not even saying make an imaginary customer. I'm saying find a real customer, find someone that's been loyal, or just pick someone at random and get to know them a little bit better and say, what is it that I can do for this person that is going to be a special engagement with my business. And once you start doing that, you'll start to learn these are the things that I can do for more people because I bet you a bunch of your customers have some things in common that as you start to personalize, they'll find value in those things too. It might be the way you greet customers. You could personalize that. It might be the way you serve or you communicate with customers could be unique and personalized in that way. It could be the way you provide your services or value or delivery, whatever that thing is. Find a way to either deliver on the front end in the middle of the service or follow up in a way that personalizes the experience and lets that customer know that they are important. So find a way to be personal. The second point along the way is to remember that you are unique. Remember that your business is different and you have to position yourself that way. A customer doesn't know how to differentiate you or how to find, figure out how you are different than the competition until you tell them. That's on you to communicate that. A lot of advertising dollars are spent figuring out how are we different and how do we point that out to people and how do we tell that story in a way that's emotional and makes a connection and resonates. Uh, and there's a lot of science behind that and art, but really it boils down to this point of being unique. You need to know why you're different. It, and you have to make it a unique point that doesn't sound generic. Like it can't just be, we're the best quality. You have to really get behind something and lay out the story of why it is what it is. And why is it, if it is, if you're starting with quality, you'll go deeper. Why is it higher quality? What makes it higher quality? What's the proof you have? Why did you lean into that in the first place or whatever it is? Go deeper and make sure that that unique thing you come up with you can position and say, we do this, they do that. And you, one's not necessarily better than the other, but one is definitely better for you than for someone else. So find the thing that's better for that person than the competition and make sure you're telling that story so that they know. And if they're telling their friends, this is why I like them, they're saying the thing that you are putting out there. You don't want people to carry the wrong message out there. You want to give them the tools they need to tell your story. And it has to be unique. So you for unique. 
again, pull me is the, the methodology here. Personalized and unique are the first two letters. The next is to lead them and then like them. So lead them is about telling your story. If you're not getting found, if people don't know you exist, you can't, you can't affect them. So you have to lead them to you. You have to lay the breadcrumbs out. You have to be found. You have to go to where they are and bring them into your world. And that could be one-on-one. You might have to literally shake a bunch of hands. I'm in a service business. I have to one-by-one introduce myself to people and provide value and lead them to me in a way that tells my story and shows them why I'm unique. And you have to do that with your store too or your business too. If you have a storefront, you have to literally lead people to you. It might be outdoor billboards. It might be search uh, engine uh, optimization where they find your store because they typed something in that they were looking for and you sell that. You've got to be everywhere that they are telling your stories and helping people find you. And when they find you, then you have to like them. So I said, lead them and like them. The second L is like them because once they find you, you have to show show them that you care that you are happy that they found you and provide something to them that says, hey, we take it serious that you are a potential customer. Here's what we do. Maybe it's some educational material to help them, you know, help them along the way, give them a reason to come at a retail store. It might be free samples or it might be like an experience. Try this thing first, you know, try it free for 30 days, whatever the thing is, show them that you care, uh, and like them first, you know, this is a customer service thing. So if you have staff or you have people, I don't know how, you know, how long has it been around this, this idiom that you know, the customer is always right. It is true. And it's not true because they are right. It's true because if you care about a customer and you like them first, you're going to do what you can to understand their p- position, to empathize with them and find a way to make it work. You're going to find a way to say, you know what? even though this isn't our rule, this is outside of our normal way of operating, I'm going to find a way to make you happy today so that, and I'll let you know how we normally work and that I'm making an, uh, making an exception because I care about you. But then, you know, moving on, like we've got to find, you know, we got to try to work within the rules. But you do have to be the one that go, goes out of your way first to show them that you like them, show them that you care and that you're willing to do what it takes to make customers happy. And as you scale, you have to find ways to do this at scale. So personalize your message, uh, be unique, lead the customer, like the customer. And then the next two are having meaningful interactions and exceeding expectations. So meaningful and exceeding expectations. That's the me part. So meaningful uh, in terms of interactions, you have to find a way to find common ground with your customers, to build experiences with them that they are going to remember that they're going to take back and say, this was something that I really enjoyed. This is an experience that I would recommend to other people. And that the only way that that interaction is going to be memorable and something worthy of passing on is if there is meaning. Meaning is going to come from you guys finding common ground or common shared values. So it, what it, if I had to make it simple, it's really find out what's important to the customer. Once you find out what's important to them, and you can deliver against that because it's important to you as well, then then you are finding common ground, you are sharing meaning. And it's going to be different possibly for every person. But I think you'll start to find some thematic things that you can do consistently. And when you do it consistently, suddenly there's a trust that develops. You found something that's important to them, you deliver on it consistently, 
And now there's this shared kind of meaning that, that you bringing to this customer experience. And that's so important these days to, to find a reason that you are more than just a product or service to that person. Otherwise, you're not going to have loyalty. There's no way to build loyalty if there's not a meaningful shared experience between you and your customers. And the last thing I'll leave you with is to exceed expectations. This is the E in the pull me process, the P-U-L-L-M-E. This is the E and that's exceed expectations. The thing that I think a lot of businesses forget is once you've set the bar for an expectation, you need to find new ways to over-deliver on that. You don't have to consistently over-deliver. You have to deliver over-deliver in ways that are unique and exciting to the customer. And they have to have one set of expectations, and then you have to find a way to go above and beyond in an unexpected way. And you can set the bar initially by saying, this is what we offer. This is the normal term of service. Everything else is added value. Everything else you might have to pay more for. You have to set your value first. You have to set your prices. You have to set your rules and your expectations. And then you have to go out of your way to find a way to bring extra value in a way that makes sense for your business and is also meaningful for your customer. You have to exceed expectations every time. If you don't find a way to exceed expectations, you are just setting a minimum bar and that customer is not going to find any reason that, you know, to, to be excited about you. They may be happy with you, but they're not going to be excited in a way that they want to talk about it, share it, and come back and choose you over someone else that maybe was just as good. I think restaurants are a good example for this because you could literally eat anywhere, but when you get an experience somewhere that you really love, you're like, maybe I'll go back there again today because I kind of want that experience again, not just that food, but I want to be in that ambiance or in that environment or have those people who were so nice to me. I want to go there again and experience that again. You have to be the one to exceed those expectations and that value. You have to be that service business that goes the extra mile to know everything about their customer and send them that extra special gift or do that thoughtful thing or send that thoughtful note that lets them know that you've been paying attention and that you don't just, you, you don't just see them as a customer. You see them as a relationship that you want to nurture long-term and to prove that, not just say that, to prove that you go above and beyond, you exceed their expectations. I think that's so important these days. I think if every day you go out with the mindset that I am going to make sure I'm treating people like individuals, I'm going to personalize my, my business, I'm going to make sure that I focus on what's unique about me and I let them know that so that, that they're not grabbing at straws there. I'm going to lead them and tell my story and make sure that I'm being found by all the right people. I'm going to show them I care. Well, you know, once I get a customer, I'm going to like them first and show them I care and treat them with respect and be excited about their business. I'm going to have a meaningful interaction with them. I'm going to do what I can to share our values and connect on things that are important to them. That, and then by that same measure are important to me. And then I'm going to exceed expectations. I'm going to go out of my way to find out more about my customers and do what I can for them. I'll set the bar for expectation and then I will consistently over-deliver on it. If you can do all those processes, then you are starting to understand what it takes to build a brand that matters over time. It's one person at a time and it is in a way that puts them first, builds value and pulls them in uh, like a magnetic force that is what relationships are all about. It's charisma. It is branding. It is who you are intentionally and who you put out there into the world that makes you different, that keeps you around as a business. 
if I can, if I can leave you with that today, then I think I've added value. I'd love to hear what you think about the pull me, uh, idea. Uh, maybe I can come up, you can help me come up with a better way to, to, to phrase it or frame it. You know, is it an approach? Is it an idea? Is it a philosophy? I don't know, but I hope you found value in it. And I uh, hope you're tuning in. If you are tuning in, I'd love to send you to Instagram to this episode and let me know. I want to see your name. I want to see who you are. Let me know that you listened. Uh, Let me know that you liked it. Uh, That way I can reach out to you and talk to you. And thank you for listening personally. I appreciate your time. Also come to the website, brandonbrands.com. There's a lot of value there. You can subscribe to the newsletter where you are insured to get content each week in written and visual form. We have videos, we have podcast episodes, we have blog articles, all there are there to design to help you. And also I can there take your requests for uh, whatever you want to hear and follow up in that way. So go to the website. I appreciate that. If you're listening consistently and you want to get the episode announcements each week, other than signing up for the newsletter, you can just subscribe on iTunes or whatever you're listening to, to make sure you are told when new episodes come out, they do come out every week. So there is some consistency there and I hope uh, you are enjoying it. So appreciate your time and always your feedback. And I hope you keep listening. Thank you. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.